This is Justin. And I'm Wes. And we've got another episode of Pastime Rants coming to you. Uh, as always, if you want to give us a follow on social media, you can follow our Facebook page or Twitter account at Pastime Rants. Uh, this episode, we've got another sports-filled episode. Uh, we're kind of doing this one kind of close to the, the last one we did, so not a whole lot has been going on. But uh, Auburn has hired a new head coach. Uh, we talk about uh, some of the terrible teams in the NFL. Um, and then Wes has a couple of NBA stories to wrap it up. Little short stories. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. All right, uh, we're going to get started with the Auburn coaching search, which we just got news of last night. Auburn has hired their new head coach. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you don't you don't know a whole lot about college sports. You don't pay attention to it. A whole this lot. is a really good uh, a really good version of of that because I they hired him. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> we talked about this last week. They fired Gus. If you make this move, there needs to be you should have the guy. You should know who's taking over. Should have already knew before yes. you did it. There should be a contract already waiting to go, and you're signing somebody. And they're like, Dan, Dan Quinn, sign right here. No, no, no. So they should have already had their guy. Apparently, they didn't. They didn't think it through. They did not. <laughs> okay. They fired Gus. They gave him the $21 million. They said, see you later. We got no idea who's replacing him. Uh-huh. Auburn Twitter has been a dumpster fire. I bet. It has been. Is it normally not a dumpster fire, though? Twitter is a dumpster fire okay. in general, but more so. Uh, everybody, I, names were coming out from left and right, and it was going to be, uh, they were talking about uh, Hugh Freeze. They were talking about Lane Kiffin. They were talking about uh, everybody. Everybody got brought up. You wanted Lane, right? I wanted Lane Kiffin just to troll Nick Saban. You yeah. don't know how happy that made me. Yeah. Like, I, I really wanted him to get the job just for that. I didn't think – I thought it was a long shot. He was already at Ole Miss. He's in the SEC or he plays Alabama. There's no point in him leaving Ole Miss. So, it's a little bit of a long shot there. But the point being, names were getting thrown out left and right. Every single day there was a new name. Um, this coaching search almost got as bad as the 2017 Tennessee coaching search, which was like DEFCON level one. People were losing their damn minds. Oh, they are, they locked the vault. You couldn't get out of the bunker or anything well, like that? They originally, Tennessee, wanted to hire Greg Schiano. I know that means I, nothing to you. You can just make up shit. It's nothing know. to you. But they had, like, the contract written out. They were, like, handing it to them, and somebody was like, hey, they're really pissed about this. Twitter, fans, everybody was losing their damn mind that they were hiring Greg Schiano. Okay. Ultimately, this is all about money. Yeah. You, you want to please the fans. You want to get – Fans to come to the games. If you piss them off and they're not coming to the games, that's money out of your pocket. Yes. Okay. So they did not want Greg Schiano, and they let their they let it be known. And as they were like handing the contract to Greg Schiano, they were like, "Psych, <laughs> not for you." <laughs> and then they went the other way. Uh, they ended up hiring Pruitt. You know, he's terrible anyway. He, anyways, Auburn has now hired um, Brian Harson. Okay. From Boise State. The Bluefield people, right? Yes. The people from the Bluefield. Notorious for the Bluefield. 
Yes. How is that legal, by the way? I don't know. Okay. But Auburn better have an orange one. That that thing, you, it, it's, that's not real, right? No. Okay, that thing that you shared about the orange, that that's wicked. They should that's it. a good idea, dude. I said if, if – Like, you posted that, and I was like, I know that's not real, but they should do that shit. If we don't get an orange filled out of this, this hire is a waste. Yeah, I mean, it's it, too good of an idea. It is. It would be hilarious if we came out with an orange field. I don't I don't think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd um, look cool. Anyway, um, on the surface, this came out. I immediately I sent you like an expletive field text that I was not happy about this. Y- yeah, you weren't. <laughs> because I, I got that from the text message. Because this was so far in left field. This guy's name has not been brought up. No yeah. one has talked about this. Um we, we got to the point in the coaching search where we were like DEFCON level two. Mm-hmm. We were like teetering on level one. About to send sound the nuke alarms. Like, you're not Tennessee yet. No, we were close. Close. We were getting close. I mean, you're talking about an orange field. Yes. So you're almost Tennessee. Well, so um, they hired Brian Harson. Um, immediately, nobody was like, everybody was like, what is happening? Who is this guy? Where did this come from? Um, like I said, it was just so far in left field and not on anyone's radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had had uh, Billy Napier came in from Louisiana and turned us down. A coach from Louisiana, not LSU, Louisiana, okay, <laughs> turned down the Auburn job. Uh-huh. Bill Clark at UAB turned down the Auburn job. This is where we were getting to in uh, – in the uh, coaching search. Um, but anyway, on the surface, everybody was mad. Um, but after looking into it, I, I mean, he was at Boise State for six to seven years. Everybody knows this. The His record was 69 and 19. He's got a winning record. That's good. He, he's always winning 10 games a year. But it's at Boise State. It's, yeah. not, it's not the SEC. Okay. It is different. Um, the, the big question is going to be, can he recruit in the SEC? He is a, uh, come over here. We got orange field. They're not, they're going to do some crazy stuff. I guess, man, who knows? Um, we have a live tiger. No, we don't No, we, we will, or you will. Um, so he was a Boise state alumni. So that's, I thought that was impressive that he's leaving his school to come to Auburn. It's a bigger job. It, well, yeah. I, I mean, at this point, he is—he's pretty much been as successful as he can at Boise State. Yeah, there's Boise only so far State, you can go, right? Boise State's not making the playoff. They're never going to let that happen again. It's all about money. Mm-hmm. Boise State's not making the playoff. So again, this might tie into our sports conspiracy. Well, the best teams. Well, that's just—that's just fact. They're not going to let. They're not letting Cincinnati in this year. They're not going to let Coastal Carolina, even though they were sitting there undefeated. Boise State, they're never going to get high enough. They'll put them in the top ten. They'll they'll do that, but they're not going to let them Which, make the playoffs. Me on the outside looking in, I always thought that was kind of unfair. Is that the smaller schools more likely they're going to get destroyed? But 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 what if they don't? The thing, well, they should have a chance. The thing that put Boise State in the spotlight was they played in the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma back in I don't remember the year two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something okay. like that. 
Anyway, they beat Oklahoma uh, on the um, the Statue of Liberty play. They scored. They were down by one point. They said, we're not going to overtime with Oklahoma. They're going to beat us in overtime. And they had the guts to say, we're about to run a Statue of Liberty play for two-point conversion. And they won that game. Uh, it's like a movie. It was it's the biggest win they're ever going to have in their that's what I'm saying, but like in in NCAA basketball, it's like you can always have the chance of the Cinderella story or whatever. Sure. And but in college football, it's like they just pick the four biggest schools and let them go at it. They are. And what I will say is, if you're talking about they're going to get killed, I can go ahead and guarantee you this Alabama Notre Dame game. You know what's going to happen? Right. Notre Dame's going to get killed by Auburn. No, by oh, Alabama. By Alabama in the playoff. Me. Yes. It's not going to be close. So what's the difference? You don't think it will be close at all? No. Okay. No. They beat Clemson. I think it was in double overtime earlier in the season without Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence uh, had COVID. He didn't play. Trevor Lawrence played in the ACC championship games to Notre Dame. They beat him. I, well, I forget the final score. It was like 42 to 10. The kid's pretty good. He's good. Yeah. Um, so they blew him out. More on him later. Notre Dame, uh, they're going to get smoked by Alabama in the playoff. So what's the difference in giving Coastal Carolina a shot? Yeah. What's the difference between giving – a Boise State or – Because more people will watch Notre Dame. There you go. Okay. There you go. Um, okay, back to Brian Harson at Auburn. Um, the big question is, can he recruit in the SEC? Him being from uh, Idaho and working up there, <coughs> does he have any ties to the Southeast? Um, so, really, hiring is going to be essential as who, he, who he's going to get as offense coordinator. Are they going to keep Kevin Steele? That defense coordinator, um, all that remains to be seen. But after watching some interviews and stuff last night, I, I don't mind this hire. Okay. It's completely uh, different than what Auburn has done in the past. He seems to be more of a no-nonsense, uh, alpha male, discipline coach, and I think that's what Auburn needs right now. Um he was a quarterback coach for a lot of years, uh, so hopefully he can develop a quarterback, which is something Gus Malzahn has proven he can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can get Bo Nix to that next level. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is, if anything, anybody who watches college football and knows Boise State, they know they get the most out of their players. They never, they're not ever going to sign five-star recruits. They're going to send sign three-star, no-star recruits, and they're going to play with the big boys. They can they can play with games of Power 5 Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's really important that he gets the most out of his players, regardless of talent. So I think that's big. Um, so we'll see what happens. You're not too upset about it. You're, no, I, you're cautiously first, optimistic. At first, when you see the name and you're just like, where did this come from? You're automatically, you're like skeptical. You're thinking, I thought at this point, we had so many people turning us down that I just thought they got on the phone and started at A and they just started working their way down, calling, hey, you want to come work for Auburn? Hey, you want to come work for Auburn? They just got to Boise State and they were like, yeah, I'll take it. And he's like, okay, you're hired. While they're doing the calls outside the window is uh, Dan Quinn with a poster above it said, I'm available. I'm available. Again, uh, <laughs> Auburn Twitter has been like a dumpster fire, but I saw someone um, suggesting that we give Dan Quinn a look at defense coordinator. No, just I'm telling you, 
Don't let don't let him do anything. The thing was, rumors came out that Kevin Steele, our current defense coordinator, has been going behind Gus's back, our head coach, and working with the boosters basically to backstab Gus. Mm-hmm. If that's true, Kevin Steele needs to be gone. They said Rodney Gardner too. I don't know if any of that's true. If it is, they need to both be fired. If mm-hmm. you're going behind their back on the head coach and trying to get actively get him fired. For your game to be head coach or whatever, no one wanted Kevin Steele to be head coach. That's what started this whole thing. Mm. They said Kevin Steele and Auburn, the fan base lost their mind. They were like, no, that's not happening. Hashtag stop the steal trending on Twitter. Um, it was just. But you don't want him to leave because I said that on the last episode, I said, right. you piss him off too much, he's going to go back to porn. Well, <laughs> at this point, we do want him to leave. If he's backstabbing and going to the boosters, yeah, I do want him to leave. Yeah. Regardless of how good the defense is, he needs to be gone. But I'll say it. With that name, you're not fooling anybody. We know where you came from. <laughs> uh, but that's all I've got on the uh, the Auburn head coaching hire. It's I, an active situation. We'll see how it plays out. I'm optimistic. Well, I mean, you might as well be. I'm optimistic. Because uh, either way, you don't know how it's going to turn out. So you might as well be. This is what we said with Gus. We're losing four or five games a year anyway. So what's the difference? Is he going to lose four or five games? Okay. Well, somebody posted, I forget who it was, but one of my friends on Facebook posted, it says, uh, Mark Clear of uh, being the coach of uh, Auburn. And I'm sitting here going, I'll take the fucking job. Pay me a few million dollars. I can lose five games. Yeah. Shit. So, um, so that's where we are with that. Um, no report of the length of the contract, how much it's worth or anything. So I'm not sure how long we've got him how much we're going to be paying him if we end up do firing him in a year. Who knows? But like I said, watch some interviews of him. I, I, I kind of like it, and I think we're doing all right, job. I just got a mental thing in my head about it. To me, it's funny. It might not be funny to anybody else, but a mental picture of if I got the Auburn job, all it is is footage of me on the sidelines with a headset going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Playbook? Where? <laughs> what is that? Like, you're not making any sense. Uh, do that. All right, so we're gonna move on to the NFL. And yeah, there was uh, there was some interesting things that happened. That isn't like sports bet related. No, I don't think. Maybe it is. Fuck, I don't know. But one of them oh, wasn't. Well, somebody won a lot of money if they bet the Jets. Oh no! Somebody betting, somebody made some money on that. I did see where somebody put in a bet that the Jets would win their first game in Week 15 of the season against the Rams. When did they put that in? Uh, a while ago. At the first of the year. Ha, well, there's always that one person. Yes. That, oh, God. It's just a guess. They're, and they're set for life they now. Did, and I'm sure that thing paid out a ton. Oh, God. And so they, somebody actually did that. Yeah. And there was people, there, there's people betting Jets money line, uh, and it was uh, a plus 1,000 or something like that. I mean, they won a lot of money if they bet Jets in this game. Anyway, the Jets beat the Rams. The big storyline of that is they lost the first overall pick. And that's what I that's what I was telling you was um, I posted on the uh, Pastime Rants Facebook a picture of a actual guy that already had a Lawrence jersey, jer- a Jets jersey with Lawrence on the back while he's watching the game with his head hands on his head going we can't even tank right. It makes no sense. It why would you? Because they were getting accused. I had heard last like last week that the league was looking into him. Like, are you guys tanking on purpose? Yes. Well, the Oakland Raider game was 
I mean, pretty obvious that they just gave that game away. So what are they going to say? We'll get them off our backs by winning a game? I don't know. But um, but that guy right there is worth it because oh, his dreams are crushed. Because the thing is, if you got that kid, you're going to waste him. Probably. Like what they're doing in Cincinnati. That, you're probably right. The Jets, they have a history of just drafting quarterback and just ruining his career. The thing is, now you know who has the first overall pick? Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars. And you're going to be wasted there, too. There you go. You'll so what's the difference? Ugly-ass unit. Like, Trevor Lawrence, you won. You're not going to New York. You're not going to get criticized by New York media. And Florida has no state taxes. You're going. You're not going to pay state taxes, and nobody's going to hear anything about you. That, probably. And if you fuck up, they'll just bury you in the swamp somewhere. I mean, that's the way it works. So but it, it's it's hilarious though that this week fifteen. Yes. They just decide to win a game. Mm-hmm. The fuck. I, nothing makes any sense. Nothing. You don't benefit at all. Somebody posted. They said we've been talking about. I think it was a bunchy from Air <laughs> posted something. Uh, he says, uh, you know, 2020's been weird, but nobody's talking about how Alabama's 100% kicking. No, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even I know that is like the one – The one uh, the running joke for like 10 years has been that Alabama can't kick full. It's their, the one flaw in their armor. Yes. Is, and now they're 100% yes. and it's they 2020. The point they haven't missed a field goal. And the Jets win a game, lose their number one pick. So is Jacksonville – they haven't won a game either? No, they have one win. So, but Jacksonville's strength of schedule is easier than the Jets. That's so how that's the tiebreaker. Oh that gives God, them the, the first overall. So, so you put put money that Jacksonville's not going to win next this week. No, there's no way. No, they're going to get killed. They're, well, who are they playing? I, I have no, I have no idea. Doesn't Even matter. if they wanted to win, yeah. they're not going to win. No, because they want that. Oh, pick. they play Chicago. Yeah, they play Chicago. Um, but even if they wanted to win, they're not going to. But no. I mean, okay. No, I was even talking to somebody during that game. I was like, oh, they're going to lose this game. They were up big. They were up 20 to six, something like that. Um, they were up by a couple scores in this game. And I was, I texted, it was at halftime. And I think I might have texted you. I said, they're going to lose this game. And immediately the Rams scored a touchdown. And I was like, eh, yeah, tank is on. Like they're letting the, J- the Rams come back in this game and uh, they're going to win this one. And then for some reason they they won. I don't get it. No, I'll tell you how they won because I know the guy that that put that bet in, and he's part of the uh, Gambino crime family. <laughs> he knew he knew what was going to happen week fifteen. Maybe. Um, all right, you want to talk about your poor poor Atlanta Falcons and how Tom Brady hates me? Yes, he pers- has a blood feud with me for some reason. It was deja vu all over again. Atlanta was beating a Tom Brady-led team by – Beating the shit out of them. Yeah. Was it 20 nothing? It was 20-something to nothing. 23? 20, 20, just 23, I think. I think it, they had a 17-point lead. It was something ridiculous like that that I'm sitting there going, you don't know what I was doing that day. So we had decided we were going to get out and try some stuff out. So we went to, what is it, Jackpot Jesse's that opened up or yeah. whatever. So we said, let's go try it out. We go in there and – uh and it's okay, whatever. And they got the game going on in there. It's a little arcade or whatever. And uh, I'm looking at the score. I was like, oh, no. And Cassie goes, what? I was like, they got a 20-something point lead on Tom Brady right now. That's not good. You and said, she goes, what? I was like, that's not good. It's 
Surely, surely, because you remember the running thing for this season was I said they're going to win five games. Mm -hmm. They got to win one more for me to be right. And I was like, but I was like, Tom Brady's out there and they got a 27 point lead. It ain't going to be today. (laughs) And sure enough. Yeah. Tom Brady leads them back to a a victory over the Falcons again. Who do you? Oh, well, you get your chance again in two weeks to play the Buccaneers again. So maybe it won't happen again. Their record after that game since the Super Bowl, you can't write that. Mm -hmm. Their record since they played and got beat by the Patriots. They lost the Patriots in the Super Bowl 28-34. to And that is the record that they have right now. Atlanta going into that game was 28-33, and I think. So you Tom Brady beating them took them to 28 to 34. You can't, you can't, if you put it in a movie, nobody believe it. <laughs> you can't write this shit. Like somebody posted right before Brady scored, somebody posted a stat on the screen that was 28 to 3. Mm-hmm. It wasn't 28 to 3, but it was those numbers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it there should be a contract with the NFL that you're not allowed during a Falcons game to post certain numbers on the screen. You, you shouldn't, because now it's just weird. Like, I don't understand life anymore. You just have PTSD every time you see those numbers? Yeah, I could, like, <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks and shit. Like, I'm just sitting there going, we're sitting there, and we're having fun or whatever. I'm shooting basketball, working on getting the high score, which I couldn't get. And I was bummed about that. And I'm looking up there, and they're coming back. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, if you're, we're a joke. Again, that's why I call them the TikToks. Again, the Falcons shouldn't even be trying to win. There's no point. Well, they got to win one more for me to be right. For so you to be right, they need but to win one more. As a franchise, it does not benefit them at this point to win games. No, there's a couple quarterbacks coming out, uh, and then and Matt, Matt Ryan decided to play. Yep. What the fuck. And Julio Jones is broken on the sideline. Allegedly, Mr. Glass is over there going, "Oh, I'm, I can't." Yeah. Calvin Ridley's over there just doing the best he can. <clears throat> so right now, um, I'm looking at the mock draft. I got it pulled up. There's three quarterbacks they're talking about going in, like basically the top five picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, going number one overall to Jacksonville. Justin Fields, uh, quarterback for Ohio State, going to the Jets at number two. I've seen a couple of mock drafts where he's dropped uh, a little bit, and the Falcons have picked him at number five. It wouldn't be a bad Bad pick. Justin Fields is from Georgia. Uh, he probably grew up loving the Atlanta Falcons, if I had to guess. Um, so maybe a little bit of hometown pride there, uh, as well as he's a pretty good quarterback. You got to get a quarterback. Um, like you, you, you have to draft a decent quarterback <clears throat> this time because Matt. I mean, like I, I'm telling you, like we've been saying it, you've been saying it, and then I agreed with you was you're going to have to trade Julio, Matt. You can't rebuild with those two contracts. It, and it's going to be hard to trade them with those contracts. It'll be easier to trade Julio. Yes. It's going to be tough to trade Matt. Um, Matt's going to Washington. Or San Francisco. I think San Francisco makes the most sense if they want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I saw where he could go to the Colts. Yeah, you said that too. makes sense too. Because uh, Rivers can't play for Rivers is done. Rivers is shot. Yeah. And that's um, a decent team too. It is. It's good defense. So Mac can go fuck that up. Yeah. Um, 
But then they got Zach Wilson, the quarterback that I said the Falcons were going to draft, is now going number four to the Panthers. And it has y'all drafting Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia. Yeah, to do another cornerback, yeah. sure, because we didn't just uh, we didn't just fucking trade the last cornerback that we the big you know first round cornerback that we uh, uh, Trufant mm-hmm. a few years ago we drafted him he's gone yeah so uh, mock drafts obviously. I'm sure it's they're way going, too early they're going straight listen I'll go ahead and just explain it to you Justin they're going they're going to screw it up possibly um all right you got anything else to add on your Falcons? Trash. No, they're not Falcons. We fucking said they're TikToks. Okay. Um, because we're going to move on to my team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who might as well be the New York Jets at this point. What happened? A few weeks ago, we were sitting 11-0. and We were talking about this Pittsburgh team possibly making a run in the playoffs, challenging the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. At this point, we don't win a game in playoffs. We might not win a game for the rest of the year. Um, we're now we lost three straight games. Now we lost to the, the football team, which is not a great loss. You shouldn't have. They're in the playoffs. They're a playoff team. And they're playing much they, better. They refuse to die. They're a playoff team. They're playing much better. They took Seattle to the rope uh, this past weekend. I think they. I think Seattle won that game twenty to sixteen or something like that. It was real close. Um, Washington playing without Alex Smith in that game. Uh, so they were down to Dwayne Haskins. It, they got a solid defense. That's not a bad team. Um, not a bad team right now, I should say. Um, so that loss, that one kind of sucked. The Bills, Bills might be the second best team in the AFC right now. And Pittsburgh played them close, but right now Josh Allen is much better than Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. So we lose that game. No big deal. Not or losing to the second, you know, best team in the AFC. It sucks, but it's not that big a deal. Then we play the Bengals, who are uh, two and two and thirteen, two thirteen and one, something like that. They're on their third string quarterback, and we lose to them. That's a bad loss. This is ugly. And um, I sent you. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger's stats, like almost at the end of the first quarter, he it was, was weird. Five of thirteen for negative two yards. Yeah, and I said, how do you complete five passes for negative two yards? I don't know. Ben looks broken right now. He, uh, he, he came out the other day, and Ben has been notorious about like I'm. Well, I'm mulling retirement. I'm thinking about hanging up. He's been doing that for five years. Mm-hmm. He came out yesterday, or not yesterday, but a couple days ago, and said. Oh, I'm playing next year. I'm playing out my contract. I'm coming back next year. And at this point, that doesn't look like that is going to help us because Ben looks terrible right now. And it's partly on him because he's throwing into like triple coverage. One pass, it was third and 10. He threw it into, I think, five-man coverage, like 40 yards down the field. And you've been doing this too long to do that. Exactly. He's not seeing the field right now. I don't know if he's hurt again. Um I don't know what's going on, but Ben looks brutal right now. The wide receivers are dropping the ball. I think I saw a stat. This was before the Bengals game, so I'm sure it's more than that because they dropped the ball over the place. Um, Ben's wide receivers are leading the league in drops this year. I think it was like 40. Uh, It's a lot. It's a lot more than what was in second place. 
Um, you can always get AB back. Oh, Jesus. I, Deontay Johnson uh, is hit or miss. Some days he can catch the ball. Some days he can't. The two Pittsburgh receivers I got on my fantasy team, they bail me out every week somehow. Um, they, they got me a win, literally. They're the ones that put me over. So, yes, I won. Yeah. That's all you need to know. But you already lost, so you're out of playoffs. I'm number one in our division. How am I in, How am I not in the playoffs? You lost last week, I think. I did, but I'm still number one in our division. But it was playoffs. You lost. You're out. Oh. But I won this week, so what does that, what does that mean? You won a consolation bracket. Congrats. Oh, well, fuck that. Because you know who's in the championship? This guy. How? How am I? How are you? How are you above me when I'm? Oh, I'm, I'm number lost. one. Oh fuck. Well, there's no money on the line, so I, I fuck it. I don't care. In week one of our playoffs, I beat the team that had the highest points for the year. Uh-huh. I didn't even realize we we're in the playoffs. Then I God took out it. the number one seed, mm-hmm. and now I'm playing the defending champ. And you know what you're gonna win? Nothing. Nothing. But it's all about. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I got my 20 bucks last anyway, year. What, what was I talking about? Okay. I don't know. Steelers wide receivers. They suck. I'm out of this They're now. terrible. Just Juju talk. is dancing on people's logos for TikTok. Views, how did whatever. that work? How did that work out? Stop. He got blew up. Almost on the logo, which would have been kind of poetic. They killed that man. Yes. We got to get Juju off TikTok. And we like Juju. I do like Juju. But we don't like TikTok. But I can tell you right now. Juju's a free agent after this year. Pittsburgh might not sign him. He might be going somewhere else. Really? I would think so. Okay. This is this year is Pittsburgh's last year to win a Super Bowl with that. And that ain't going to happen this year. Our offensive tackles, I think, are both free agents. We're about to have to rebuild the offensive line. Running back James Conner's a free agent. He's gone. We're not signing him because he's our Mr. Glass. Um, he misses games all the time. And then Bud Dupree, uh, we had the franchise tag on him. He's going to have to get paid. If I'm Pittsburgh, I throw all the money at him. Because ever since he went down, our defense has not been the same. Mm-hmm. So we got to bring him back. Um, just real quick to wrap up NFL, if being an Auburn fan and being a Steelers fan, coming into this draft, <sighs> I hate to say it, but Pittsburgh is going to have to draft Mac Jones from Alabama. Oh, God. And it, it makes sense because he's similar to Ben Roethlisberger. And I would love if they signed Najee Harris, the same, the running back at Alabama, and we would go with that duo. I think we'd be set if that was the case. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. And uh, so we talked uh, Auburn. We talked Auburn's coaching situation. We talked NFL just being stupid. We talked about me being stupid, not realizing I was in the playoffs. They're not in the playoffs and losing, getting a consolation prize in the fantasy. I don't give a shit. No money on the line. Doesn't matter. Um, I have a couple of little NBA stories that I found out. And uh, one of them uh, involves the your favorite player, Carl, Carl Malone. I thought my favorite player was Isaiah Thomas. It is. I'm just saying is that we, oh. we've established Carl Malone might not be the best person. Oh, no, he's not. Well, this, <laughs> this will add to it. So, you remember at the tail end of his career, he went to L.A. Okay. Him and Gary Payton went and joined Kobe and Shaq to try to form a super team. Uh, Gary Payton and Carl Malone chasing the damn championships, what they did. So, Carl Malone kind of turned his back on Utah and left and went looking for a championship. 
And during that time, he had formed a bond with Kobe. And when this, what I'm about to say ha supposedly happened, um, Shaq had left and gone to Miami. And Gary left too. So it was Kobe and Carl. Well, during one of the games, Carl had been debating on doing surgery. So he was sitting in the stands with his son. Um, Carl's wife and Kobe's wife had become friends. Uh, Kobe's wife's name is Vanessa, right? Okay. So Vanessa and Carl's wife had become good friends. And they, she had noticed that Carl's son looked bored. So while she was on the phone with Carl's wife, Carl's wife was like, uh, well, why don't you get our son to come sit with you? So the number was given to Carl. Carl calls Vanessa during the game. Kobe's on Kobe's on the court. Calls her up and says something about, "Why don't you come sit with me? Sit beside us." And she goes, "Okay, that's kind of weird." And he starts getting weird. And this is what Vanessa was saying supposedly. This is who I'm quoting allegedly. Was she said he goes, "Why don't you come sit with me?" And she goes, "Okay, that's." Uh, why, you know, because he was, your son's supposed to come to me or whatever. And he goes, well, do you like me? And then he starts hitting on her on the phone. And she goes, I'm a married woman. And she he goes, well, that don't, that don't mean nothing. And she, he goes, well, I'm friends with your, she goes, I'm friends with your wife. And he goes, okay, why don't you come sit with us? And she goes, you're old enough to be my dad, old, <laughs> old enough to be my father. And he goes, would you call me daddy? <laughs> supposedly that's what he said. That's what she said. He said, so, so she gets up, it, it, he ends up sending the kid to her. Well, at the end of the game, he has to, uh, she has to bring him back. And she notices that he's wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, which makes sense for Carmel. So she has to ask, why are you wearing that? He goes, I'm hunting pretty girls. And Carl Malone is just a known scumbag. Gets back to Kobe. Kobe immediately calls him and says, stay away from my wife. So that was like the nail in the coffin for Carl Malone in L.A. I heard that and I was like, God dang, this dude, what is wrong with this guy? I don't know. He's just a scumbag. And like I said, this is all alleged. This is evidently coming from her. Mm -hmm. And she's telling this shit. Wow, that guy. That, okay, that was one of them I had to tell because I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, maybe he is as bad as we've heard he is. Well, yeah, that even, that story isn't even as bad as the other story. It's not. But <laughs> I'm saying he's literally doing this to his to the yeah. franchise, the yeah. team he's on, the franchise player's wife. Mm -hmm. Blatantly doing it. Like, didn't give a shit. Um, that's a real short one. This, this whole segment's going to be real short. The other one, I didn't know there was a story behind the six three-point game of Jordan in the finals. Okay. I thought that was just a thing. This entire time, I thought that was just a thing, that he just happened to do it that day, and it was it, you know. Um, I knew we know from the last dance, uh, Doc, and I know back then that, you know, he, he took offense to people comparing him to Clyde. He took that personal, you know. I didn't know there was a story behind that. This is the story was leading into that uh, leading into that finals game where if you know anything about basketball, you know, this one, he hits six three pointers in a row and gives the shrug to Magic Johnson on commentary. He goes, I don't know what's going on. All I knew is that he was like, I was in the zone. I was just shooting. Cause I had, I have documentaries on this stuff. And he just said, I was in the zone. The rim looked like a big bucket. 
and I couldn't miss. Well, of course, there's a story behind that, and there's a reason why he did that. Okay. Because the way the game went, he misses his first three-pointer, and then he hits six in a row, mm-hmm. which is odd for him because he's not a three-point shooter. Before that game, the one thing that the analysts had when comparing Clyde to Jordan, which they were the two best shooting guards in the league, but there was a big difference between them, was they said technically Clyde's a better three-point shooter. And they put up on the screen about his percentage versus Jordan's percentage. When asked about it, Jordan said, Clyde is only a better three-point shooter than I choose to be. Nope. <laughs> it's like, I could be the best. If I wanted to, to be. It's what he said. <laughs> so that kind of resonates today. It's like people talking about Clay and said he would listen, he's not gonna be Steph Curry three-point shooting, but if he if he focused on it, I'm convinced the guy could fly. Like if, <laughs> if he said, I'm going to cheat gravity and fly. And that's all I'm going to do. That man might levitate. But so going into that game, that was that was what, what, what was in his head. Of course. He's like, they say Clyde's a better three-point shooter. He can't even have that. I took that personal. He took it personal and went out there and lit them up and then gives the shrug. Years later, I did not know that they said that. I did not know he quoted, had that quote. He's only as he's only a better three-point shooter than I choose to be. And then goes out there and just lights that dude up. And that's who's guarding him when he's doing it. Yeah. And you can't do anything about it. So I just thought, I was like, I have to, uh, anytime I find something like that, I got to bring it to the show. But that's funny. That makes the story way better, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Because it's a good enough story anyway. It's just vintage Michael Jordan. And of course. Yeah. Of course. It's not that I'm just happen to, you know, be nailing three pointers. It's the fact that I only said I couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason why he did it. Yeah. He would have had a normal game, but he's like, oh, oh, really? Okay, watch this. I missed the first one. That's okay. Do you think if we tell Michael Jordan he can't do this podcast, he'll do it? I don't think he can do pastime rants. <laughs> I don't think he has it in him. I don't think he has a Twitter account or I would send him some tweets telling him that I don't think he can do this podcast. I'm scared to say that because there might be a team coming and break the door down. We're dead. So if we come up missing, if we come, if there's any odd things about, about our debts or anything, remember I told you he's going to be a Bond villain. We might have fucked up just now, <laughs> but I don't know. I just wanted to, I found those two. Like I said, this is just a little, little bonus, whatever. I just thought those two were interesting. They call him along. Might not be the best person. And Jordan might have took some personal. I think if you keep digging into Carl Malone, you'll find that there's way worse things than that. Oh, it's not the worst thing he did. It's just the. It's just another one. It's just you're sitting there going, dude. He's just a shitty person. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? You know, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah, well. And I think he was like, I ain't going to win a championship here. <laughs> fuck it. Let's see. Hey, Vanessa, you're cute. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and it, that's par for the course. For dude, dude had a uh, a semi truck with a trailer. <laughs> you know that, right? I, I think I have seen that before. Yeah, with a very yeah. elaborately painted trailer. Like I don't know why he learned to drive it. Like he he certified to drive it. He, I, where are you driving it? <laughs> that's what I'll be. Mean. I remember when it happened. I'm like, where are you going? What's in it? What the fuck is in it? 
you might not want to answer that question. I mean, some it's a lot of like human trafficking and drugs <laughs> in that damn thing. Like if I had to take a wild guess from your track record, is yeah. that man? Who knows? We, you're right. Maybe we don't want to know what's in that damn trailer. Yeah, but that's real. That dude drove that damn thing. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. Um, and why? Why would you want to? I, I don't know. Hey, why? Anything? He's just an odd, odd, odd dude. I think the dude's just impulsive. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It makes no sense. I'm. I might be going down something here, but yeah, that he did for no reason. I'm in Utah. I want to drive a truck. You can do that in Utah. Don't bring that to LA. Well, I mean, you're never going to get anywhere. Good like, luck trying to drive a semi in LA. And Utah, he should have never left Utah. He should have just stayed with him and just stayed low because you tried to, you did the super route and it didn't didn't work out. You knew it wasn't going to work out. He's like, hey, Kobe's wife. Hey, Vanessa, how you doing? But that's, that's, I just had those two. We can, we can end it on that. All right. We'll wrap it up for this one. Bye-bye. <laughs>